This is Talk of the Town on Magic 590 plus 100.5. I'm Bob Cudmore. In a few minutes, we'll be joined by Michael Villa, the mayor of Amsterdam, New York. But first, I'd like to say some words about Amsterdam. Amsterdam strong has become a saying, a tight-knit community. The bits and pieces of Amsterdam's past have been part of many of my Daily Gazette history columns and books through the years. My hometown has been in the news lately because of the tragic deaths of so many young adults with ties to Amsterdam in the crash of a limousine in Schoharie that was taking them to a birthday party. Although I don't live in Amsterdam now, friendships, history work, and volunteering frequently take me there. Since the tragedy, the remark has been made in the media that Amsterdam is a tight-knit community, a special place. Amsterdam's history, the Mohawk Valley's history, reflects the American experience. Europeans encountered Native Americans here. Pioneers passed through in wagons, then on the Erie Canal and the railroads. The city's ethnic groups clashed over the years, but they've also worked side by side. The carpet industry and other factories boomed. Anthropologist Susan Doria said, If you would go to any of the mills during the day, you could hear the looms, you could hear them smacking. It was like a heartbeat. Then the factories all but disappeared. But what memories? The camaraderie of the workers, playing the numbers game, the boxing matches, the parades. Some people say, Amsterdam, how dismal. Others are drawn here for work. Convenience is right off the throughway. For a sunny day by the river, a nice home on a hill, for tranquilidad, as the Latinos say. Amsterdam's new pedestrian bridge has become a place to gather in good times and sad. High school sports teams are often outstanding. The Marching Rams band is first-rate, and if you want to quaff a beer and watch trains go by, grab a stool at Russo's Tavern on West Main Street. Amsterdam still has a sense of place, Composer Maria Riccio Bryce's words are prominently featured on the new pedestrian bridge, What Once Was Home is Home Again. Since the horrific accident in Skihari, I've been looking at the script of the WMHT public television documentary that Steve Dunn and I produced about Amsterdam in the year 2000. Ralph DiCaprio spoke about the city's south side. He said, It was like a little city by itself, what we used to do for entertainment in those days. The older folks, we had some that could play the banjo, some that could play the accordion, and at night, when they got out of work, we'd all gather together. We'd enjoy ourselves. Reverend Walter Chekowitz, then the pastor of St. Stanislaus Church, commented on how the ethnic groups stayed separate at first. He said, And if a Polish boy wanted to marry an Italian girl or some other nationality, the pastor would possibly ask him, don't tell me you can't find a nice Polish girl. Ladon Alomar at Centro Civico commented, the newcomers always face challenges. It doesn't matter if they're Italian, Latino, or Asian. Then after a while, the newcomers are not newcomers anymore. And then another group, is coming in. 
Carpet mill union leader Tony Merdico spoke about coming to America from Italy. He said, For me, coming from another country and going to work in the mill, I thought the streets over here were paved with gold. Oh, America, America, especially New York State, because we came right into Amsterdam from Italy, and we thought it was beautiful, you know. We were picking olives in Italy to make a living, and we came here, and we thought it was a different world. When you get to know the people, they'll help you get along. They'll take care of you. Amsterdam will always be home to me, no matter where I live. Our guest is Amsterdam Mayor Michael Villa. A Republican, Mayor Villa is in his first term in office, elected in 2015, defeating two-term Democrat incumbent Ann Sane. We've been talking about the aftermath of the uh, terrible, scary uh, limousine crash on the program, Mayor. And I know that you've been among the mourners for the victims of the crash of the limousine in Schoharie because so many of the people who died had lived in Amsterdam or had ties to Amsterdam. How did you know these fine young people? Yeah, it's certainly uh, um, a tragedy that goes beyond words or um, description. Uh, Well, uh, many of my, all three of my children um, are the same ages as those uh, who tragically perished and went to school with them. Um, and this is a small community, a close-knit community. Uh, we walk and shop in the same circles. Uh, Dr. McGowan's kid, I know, uh, you know, his dad is uh, a dentist here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the ties that just, just abound. But, uh, everybody knew everybody, and... Upon hearing of uh, such a tragedy, I don't. It, it was very difficult to process uh, the number, the enormity, uh, the King sisters who my son wrestled with their brother, hmm. uh, Dad Tom and I, and and Bob Federley started hmm. basically the booster club for for the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You know, it, it really, it really hit home. One of one of the uh, victims, Adam Jackson, is uh, uh, my wife's cousin's son. Uh, so, yeah, it, it really impacted uh, the community, my family, uh, and many outsiders as well. Yes. Well, as you as you describe it, uh, it's why Amsterdam is a tight knit community that there are all all these uh, connections with people. Yeah. Yeah, and I think if you saw the the outpouring of love and uh, community togetherness uh, as we gathered on on the Mohawk Valley Gateway Overlook Bridge, it just was it really it really hit home on on what community does in a time of such tragedy, mm. and uh, and that continues today. I know there are many things planned. Um, this will never be forgotten. It'll, It'll live on long after I'm gone. Uh, a tragedy such as this in, in such a small community, uh, those effects will will certainly be here for decades. Uh, you know, kids without moms and dads, and uh, just very sad. Hmm. Well, may they all rest in peace, and their their survivors uh, 
find peace themselves in, in, in some way. I'd like to move on to other topics. Uh, before this very uh, tragic event, the big news in Amsterdam uh, has been that the city of Amsterdam is receiving a large grant for downtown revitalization from the state of New York. How did the city uh, qualify to get that grant? Yeah, that was a that was a great week. Um, you know, we have been working on this for three years. Um, I think when we took office, we knew that uh, uh, we had to have great cooperation from our neighbors, whether it's town of Amsterdam, town of Florida, uh, certainly Montgomery County. We partnered with extremely well and close. Um, and so, for the first two years of the of the governor's DRI, um, you know, we submitted, uh, the first year we weren't, uh, selected the second year. We were very close. Uh, uh we went through a critique af- after that one to see, uh, what we needed to do as a group, um, to put us in a better position to secure this grant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the County partnering with us did a, outstanding job. I can't give enough credit uh, to County Executive Matt Ossenfort and his staff. Just a phenomenal job, and and we were selected. We, we shrunk our area to incorporate what is known as like the 10-minute walk, mm-hmm. and we wanted to concentrate on specific areas, downtown, uh, the Mog Valley Gateway Overlook, uh, the library, uh, the south side, and um, we have some great private investment dollars working for us. A lot of uh, um, projects that are laid out, ready to go. The Chalmers Mill Lofts, um, the rec center, uh, the library, as I spoke of. And so I think utilizing our waterway, being on the canal, uh, Riverlink Park, really opened the eyes to the state and um uh, it was a great feeling to get selected because mm-hmm. truly bob this is a game changer for yeah us. and uh, you use the initials dri that stands for downtown revitalization initiative that's what these uh, large grants are called correct and in amsterdam's case is it the the state that is providing ultimately 10 million dollars i mean how does that work do you get the money all at once or what, what do you do about that It's a a very detailed process. So the money is the money. There is no matching funds or or anything. It's $10 million to revitalize your downtown and core area. Uh, The state will have a committee uh, that will guide us. There also will be uh, a consulting firm uh, out of New York City that assists. We will go through the projects that we submitted. Uh, everyone will collaborate on, you know, what is most feasible, what is, you know, shovel ready, uh, what impacts the community the most, uh, where are we going to see um, employment. Uh, so many, many factors uh, are gathered and processed until uh, hopefully by the end of March we have our selection of projects and uh, I know the state wants to move rather quickly in gathering the data and getting these projects uh, ready to go. There are four anchor projects as part of the grant, as I understand it, and you 
uh, alluded to that. And I believe you have uh, stated that you feel the, the most important one is a community center and recreation facility in the East End, which would be uh, centered in and around the existing Centro Civico agency on uh, East Main Street. Can you talk about th- that part of the uh, downtown revitalization initiative? Well, I do think it's critical for our youth. Uh, you know, trying to, to pick one specific project and saying that's most important, I just think uh, as a community, um, the need is there for a recreation center. I think um, this would not only encompass uh, the youth of Amsterdam, but surrounding areas as well. Um, and, and, you know, what we look to do is to partner with other organizations, certainly Central Civico, but other agencies that may or may not be located in and around Amsterdam uh, to build a facility that will um, allow for indoor soccer, track, a, a sort of state-of-the-art facility uh, that will draw uh, from surrounding communities. And again, you know, the goal is to bring people to Amsterdam, let us see, let them see uh, the changes that we have made. I think uh, in the last three years, what we have really worked hard at doing is changing outside perception. Um, we've created several events on the south side, uh, Italia Fest being our marquee one, where we typically draw over the last three years between eight and 10,000 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, you know, opening the eyes of communities around us, getting our youth, uh, once they graduate college, to come back and stay here, uh, that's the goal. And, and revitalizing downtown will be a key. The train station relocation at some point will definitely be a driver, changing the traffic pattern from Route 5 instead of bypassing the city to bring that traffic to our downtown. Um, all of those things, providing quality uh, living for people uh, on the waterway with the Chalmers Mill loss. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we... We really have a good plan set forth for now. I think the next step is to devise a comprehensive plan that will carry us through the next 10 to 15 years. Now, another anchor will be at the Amsterdam Free Library on, on Church Street. And I've always been uh, interested in the, in the library myself over the, over the years. And I, I believe in the media, I was just reading today, uh, some more detail or more detail than I knew about what they're thinking about for the library and wonder if you could speak to that they're they're planning an addition to build an addition to the library yes an addition um improved 3d printer uh small business entrepreneurship um uh training um making it more you know how a library should be is such a big part of your community um I, and I really don't think people realize uh, the amount of people that go into the Amsterdam library. I mean, it's astounding. Um, I didn't know it, um, how much it is used and depended on by so many people. And to make these improvements, certainly make your library uh, the cultural um, center that it should be, uh, will be a great step for us. 
And another set of changes, and you mentioned them a moment ago, um, that will affect not only people in Amsterdam, but people who go to Amsterdam, are uh, changes in the road work. I mean, right now, there's kind of in the effect of a one-way superhighway right along the river in the north side of uh, the Mohawk River in Amsterdam. But the, the plan is, is to reroute that traffic through the regular city streets? Yes. Yep. And that, that will happen um, regardless of uh, what the outcome of the train station relocation. We are in a phase two study, uh, which is a $575,000 grant with um, the city had a match 75000 of that. Uh, to see where we go uh, in that process. But irregardless of of that, we are going to, and I know DOT is on board with redirecting that traffic. And you have mentioned the train station a couple of times. Right now, the Amtrak train station's in the west end of Amsterdam, and the goal is to build a, a newer facility closer to the downtown? Yeah, I mean the ultimate goal, and, and again, this is this is a plan that 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 is certainly going to take some time. But uh, what we would like to see is uh, is a true connection between the South Side, uh, Riverlink Park, and Main Street. And if we relocate the train station, that will give us uh, that access uh, with the project as it is laid out. Um, and so that would give you true connectivity, almost like a triangle of the South Side, Riverlink Park, and Main Street. Now you truly do have that 10-minute walk where this is what, you know, people in their 20s and 30s, and, and, and this is really generational. Um, even the empty nesters and seniors uh enjoy that 10 minute walk you want to live work play spend mm-hmm. uh, your dollars in, in that area where you can walk mm-hmm. and there are plans i've noticed in some of the news coverage to rehab some existing buildings into let's say downtown apartments correct yeah that's already in fact that's underway at some degree um again that will that will take on a bigger form once once we get into this DRI dollars. Um, so, yeah, uh, we certainly are so very excited and, and thankful that, you know, this, the Senate and the Assembly put this through again and allowed us to, uh, to go after it. Mm. Well, Mayor Villa, I thank you very much uh, for joining us. Uh, best of luck uh, to all the people in uh, my hometown of uh, Amsterdam, and thank you for being with us on the program. Certainly. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You bet. You've been listening to Talk of the Town on Magic 590 plus 100.5. The guest has been Amsterdam City Mayor Michael Villa. This program will be available online on albanymagic.com and bobcudmore.com. I'm Bob Cudmore.